Let us pray. Our dear Heavenly Father, we thank you and we honor you because you are our God created in your image. None of you, wherever we are, in spite of how far we are, O oh Lord, you realize where we are. You always have mercy upon us and you are always willing to get us so that God, we could continue to walk with you. This time we're going to hear your word, O oh Lord. And I will pray that God, you will speak unto each and every one of us here in a way we can be able to listen to you. And our Lord, my God, may the words of my mouth this morning and may the meditation of my mind be acceptable to you, my rock and my redeemer. And these we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Last Sunday, we left at chapter 1 and verse 17. That says, Now the Lord provided a huge fish to swallow Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Has anyone here fainted? You know what a faint is, right? Has anyone here fainted? Okay. Some have, some have not. What can you do when you are about to faint physically? What can you do when you are about to faint physically? Hold on to someone. You can't do nothing. Sit down. Huh? You remember the Lord? You are, remember you are allowed, uh, almost fainting, right? Someone else? Someone else? See, when you, and some of you have put it so well, when you are almost fainting, you can only fall upon the shoulders of a loved one and rest there until your strength returns. Now, in chapter 2 of Jonah, we find that Jonah is still alive. Remember, he, we, 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 found, we left him in the belly of the fish last Sunday. Now, right now, he is still alive. He had been in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. As if he had fainted. He was resting in the hands of God in the belly of that fish. And from there, and there, when resting in that belly, he offers a prayer of thanksgiving to God. <laughs> then in verse 7, he says, When my life was ebbing away. When my life was slipping away. When my, when my life was weakening. Maybe say that. Maybe, when my life was subsiding. When my life was diminishing. When, when I thought I was not going to be no more. When my life was dwindling. I remembered you, Lord. I remembered you, Lord. 
Jonah pictures his predicament in the belly of the fish as though he had been buried alive. You see, he saw the fish. He saw the fish swallow him. Don't you think so? He saw the fish swallow him and he listens for him to die and he doesn't do what? Have you been in a situation when you listen to die? And you never did what? Yeah. He listens for himself. Now, I know, then God, am I dying now? And he's listening there three days, three nights. Very interesting. Very interesting. Now, according to him, he had gone so far to be able to return back. Now remember, his story has been a story of descent. What did you descend? Huh? Go down. Go down. Descent, going down. That is his story. He went down to Job. If you, read, if you take the map, instead of going up to Nineveh, he went down to Joppa so that he can take a, a ship to go to where? To Tarashish. So he went down to Joppa, then down into the ship because a ship is always down the, the sea. And then uh, he, he went, even in the ship, he went down the deck below. Remember? He went down below and then down in the depths of the sea. And then in chapter 2 he says, to the roots of the mountains, I sank down. But you, Lord, my God, you brought my life up from the pit. Praise the Lord. I went so down. But you, because of your love, you still brought me back. This was the lowest point of Jonah's life. He's glad and overwhelmed that he has not died. And so he says, with shouts of grateful praise, I will sacrifice to you. How many times have you, do you, have you been in a position where I'm like, I think I am as well as dead? Sometimes, my friends, we tend to take God's, you know, God's, presence God's love for granted, especially when life is going on so well. Especially when we have enough money and probably a stable job to do whatever we want. When we can afford to go where we want, we can take God for, for granted. Even when, when friends tell us you are the, the best, whoo, you feel good. When they tell you, you know what, you are the what? For the best. Nobody is the best, right? Only God is. Yeah, you are the best. I, I, actually, that's what I thought. No, you cannot be the best. Only God is. And so when, when you're there, when you're, and everything is good, everybody's singing around you, you know, like, we tend to forget God. My friend, let us not ever, ever forget our God. As people of faith, it makes sense to look to God 
during both bad and good times. This, according to me, is what translates to stronger spiritual life. Some of us know what it means to eat trouble. <laughs> eat what? Is that good English? <laughs> to eat, then you know what trouble is. Remember those days when you only had one, one Sunday best, remember? Yeah, I remember. Six million dollar man, how many wore that? Six million dollar man, red t-shirt? No? How many men wore pink jeans? Because <laughs> in Okambani we didn't know what pink meant. Actually mine was pink stripes here and here. And I'm wearing it for several months. And this is for ladies. That's why you never see me wearing a jean. That time. So talk about the inner. Talk about trouble. And some of us know what trouble, trouble is. My friends, let's not forget where we have come from. Jonah says, when my life was ebbing away, when my life was diminishing, when my life was weakening, I remembered you, Lord, and my prayer rose to you. When things were not working, when people laughed at me, when, when others discouraged me, when they said, I have an accent, I remember the Lord, and my prayer was heard by God. When they said they cannot understand you, God came to you and he rescued you. Jonah must have been very uncomfortable in the belly of the fish. Some people are comfortable in messy places even when, when they know that this is not a right place to be in. They know, but yet they continue to do what? To be there. It is not very good. It is not good at all. We need to be able to look out and say, you know what? This is not a good place to be in. And then get out of it and go where we are supposed to be. Now, in Genesis chapter 3, 32 and verse 26, you know the story of Jacob. Jacob kept on wrestling until finally he cried out, I will not let you unless you do what? You bless me. The blessing came, but then with the Lord's touch upon, uh, upon Jacob's thigh, thigh. And from that hour, the Bible says, Jacob was a different man. He limped upon his eye, but he was limping to glory. He was limping, yes. He was limping, yes. But he was limping to glory. He was limping to go out. He was limping to go and meet his brother. He was limping to go and be with his people and be reunited with his people. My friend, when God begins to work on you and me, it may, you may have to limp. You may have a tough time. 
are ahead of you. But limp home if that is what it means. Amen? Limp home if that is what it means. My friends, church, the primary mission of the church is not to introduce social and political changes, but to proclaim salvation as the only way out of trouble. That is what God has called us to do. It is to stand by faith when things don't make sense. Amen? It is to stand by faith when things do not do what? Make sense. How many of us saw a message this morning? Very discouraging. And some people did not come to church just because of? But you stand by faith when even things don't do what? Make sense. Amen? Jonah was called and assigned to go and deal with matters of faith to the people of Nineveh. That made sense to God. That made sense to God. But his selfishness could not allow him to do what? To proceed. His selfishness did not and could not allow him to proceed. My friends, we can only win the conflict of faith and sense when we realize that we are here on God's assignment. Our business is in this world, in this world is to fight on the side of God. And let people know that at school, in your place of work, when you're driving, tell them, my business in this world is to fight on the side of God. It is to think the things of God. It is to, to lay our treasure in heaven. That is the difference within with the world. Yes, Jonah's story began with a tragedy. And let me say here that everyone, everyone else feels for him. If you, if your friend, if your friend was swallowed by a well, what would you be feeling? Well, is that well? Yes. Samaki kubwa. You'll be feeling for that person. He's just gone like, just like that. That was done. But a greater tragedy would have happened if God had allowed him to keep running. If God allowed him to keep running, then this guy would have had a, a more tragedy than he did already. It would have been worse if God did not intervene in the, in the life of Jonah. My friends, God gives us faith, but also God opens our eyes. God gives us faith, but also God opens our eyes. He opens our ears and makes us alive and invites us to walk with him. And that is why the Bible says you need to walk and be alert as a Christian. We will hear a lot of things, but what are you going to take? We're going to see a lot of things, but what are we going 
to admire. You know, in life you see a lot of things, but if you go staying at each everything, this is green. How my this is red. That is yellow, right? That is yellow. You don't do that. Unapita, yes? You only stare to what interests you. You you focus on what makes sense. Because you and I am a child of faith. We are a people of faith. And a people, as people of faith, we don't just go listening to everything. You know, let's go there. Listening and looking at everything and, and the feeling with everyone. No, as people of faith, we can choose the good and Mungu ali tupakini Zakujua mema na mabaya We have to know the good and the bad and then and then move on My friends the abundant life the abundant life begins when we decide to leave <laughs> that smelly dark Fish belly. <laughs> that smelly, dark fish belly. Yan, it is a belly of the fish. Do you think there is light in there? No, no light. So it is dark. And because of the things that eat, that fish eat, then that part must be belly. No, not belly, but smelly. Dirty. And so, that, was, that is where Jonah was, inside there, dark, smelly, dirty, dirty belly of the fish. Sometimes, sometimes, we may have to decide to get out of those smelly, smelly bellies. Smelly what? What is your son? Those smelly bellies. Let me say here something. And I'm sure probably someone here will not even like it. But there are things that will, and probably I'll be speaking now to the young ones, there are things that will put us into a lot of trouble. And one of them is drinking. One of them is what? Drinking. If you don't drink, do you think anyone will come looking for you? No. And maybe from the time immemorial, when I was baptized, maybe I knew drinking is? I know they produce beer so that it can be taken, right? But you don't have to take it. Sure, yes. Cigara. They say cigarette smoking is harmful to you. And they write it so well. Cigarette smoking is harmful to my health. Then unakisha, harmful to my health. Yes. I know it's harmful to my health, but then I am, I am smoking. 
You know, when you drink, when you, especially here, you know what will happen. Please get out of those smelly, dark bellies. Get out of those dirty, smelly bellies. Because they will only kill you. They will only put you into trouble. I want to tell you, and especially those that are growing up now, yes, it is okay. You know, it, it feels cool to go with them to drink and to do what? But when you're in trouble, it will not be cool. It will not be cool. And nobody will come to you to tell you, ah, uh, Paul, no. If you are here and you are in school and you know you have to be in school, please try as, I know it's tough, Try as much as possible to do what? To go to school. I have been there. I went to school here for eight years. It was tough. Some of you know it. It was very tough, but I, I had to. My friend, you can still do it. I know it is, I understand it's tough sometimes. Circumstances may be different, but if you can, if you can, go to because even if someone was to plug you from where you are, <laughs> you will have something in your, you will have your certificate with you. Amen? Let us do what we call first things first. Instead of going to, to stay with them, you come to church and Start even playing keyboard and guitar and the drums and praying and you can be here. Amen. Nobody will find you here. This is a holy place. This is a holy place. The abundant life begins when we realize our calling and also follow its cause. We may we not have to run from God like Jonah did, but along the way we have let our relationship with him. Slide. We have forgotten our first love. We have neglected our calling. There are lots of souls all around us that need to be saved. We need to pray for them and appoint them to Jesus. As I finish, let me talk about three things we can learn from this story of Jonah chapter 2. Number one. Number one. The belly of the fish is not a happy place to be. The belly of the fish is not a happy place to be. It is only a good place to learn. Only a good place to learn. For three days, in that belly, for three days in that belly, Jonah thought about his situation. He did a lot of soul searching in that belly. He saw the foolishness of his sin. And praise the Lord, he saw his need for God. He saw his need for God. The belly of the fish is not a very good place to be. And number two, number two, when you know that God wants you to do something, don't run. 
Tell your friend, please don't run. I know, I know, but tell your friend, don't run, please. <laughs> if you know, when you know that God wants you to do something, please don't run away. If you know that God has called you in this church to do A, B, C, D, don't run. Don't say, no, I don't want it. Don't say, no, I don't want to do it. Don't say, no, I'm not part of Don't say, no, don't run. Don't run. God may not stop you as he did to Jonah. You see, Jonah was stopped by God. But God may not stop you as he did to Jonah. And you will be in a lot of trouble, maybe more worse than Jonah. What is it that God has been telling you to do? Where has God been calling you to help in this church? What support has God been reminding you to do and to offer in this church? As a faithful member of this church, what have you contributed? What have you done into the, the life of this ministry? If, when God, when you know what God has <laughs> purpose for you to do, please don't run. Number three, number three, there is no predicament. There is no predicament that is too difficult for God. There is no situation that is too difficult for God. I repeat, there is no predicament that is too difficult for God. In a world in which a lot of things don't make sense, God reminds us that through it all, we can still trust in Jesus. Through it all, we can still trust in Jesus. The Lord's message has always been, be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am, that I am God. That is what he assured Jonah. That is also our assurance to us as a chosen people of God. Be still and know that I am God. What situation are we in? Bring it to God. Bring it to God. Bring it to God. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, we thank you again. It is you who knows how far we have traveled from you. But again, you remind us that, God, there is nothing that is too difficult for you. That we need to come back. But, God, you will continue to guide us in the right steps, O oh Lord. Yes, we live in a world that is strange. We live in a world that is confusing. Many of the things that happen may not make sense, O oh Lord. But God, you are so faithful because you are able to translate that doesn't make sense to us, O oh Lord. You are able to show us what we need to do by faith. And we are able to stand firm. Even when our loved ones are sick, O oh Lord, you are able to remind us that God, 
all is going to be well. When things are tough, oh Lord, you are able to come and, and tell us, hey, be still and know that I am God. Because I created you and I understand everything. As a God, this time we are praying that God, your mercies will be upon your people. Calling upon you during these confusing times and moments. At times when the people are crying, Milele. At times when people do not know even what to do. Now we pray that God, you will come down as God and do the necessary. God, we, we gather here in your presence with specific needs, O oh Lord. And we pray that God, you will meet with, them, with us to the point of our needs. That God, you will remind us that you are still God at all times. And that we understand to higher times. Remind us to give you thanks of what you've done, O oh Lord. Remind us to know that during good and bad times, you are still God. And we should not forget where we have come from, O oh Lord. We thank you and we honor you because you continue to be faithful. And as a church, O oh Lord, we pray for blessings. Blessings that come from you, O oh Lord. And we pray also for strength, that God, we will remain united together. And we pray for special love from you, O Lord, that we love each other, O Lord, as a child of God. And we pray that, God, you will put a burden unto each and every one of us, O Lord, that we will care for each other wherever we are. And to know that, God, this church is even a hospitable, where those that would not like care will come and will be cared for. Where those that are sick will come in here and they will be healed. Where those that are burdened, O oh Lord, will come here and they are going to be restored. We thank you and we honor you. And this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord commanded the fish and it vomited Jonah onto dry land. That is where we will begin next Sunday. God bless you.